Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm your new host, Josh Siegel. For months, the solar industry and lawmakers who support President Joe Biden's clean energy goals have been on edge. They've been wondering whether the Commerce Department would launch a probe sought by Oxen Solar, a California-based solar panel company. Oxen Solar argued that Chinese solar companies were avoiding tariffs by assembling products in Malaysia, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam, and then shipping those parts to the United States. On Monday, we finally got Commerce's decision, and solar developers were not happy. They're basically saying that this is an insult to Biden's promises to the solar industry and that it's going to have just massive effects for the industry that we just don't even know yet because of how uncertain this will be. Today, Politico Energy's old host, Kelsey Tamburino, on what Commerce's solar decision means for the industry and the Biden administration's clean energy agenda. It's Tuesday, March 29th. So Kelsey, we collaborated on a story looking at the stakes of this solar tariff case. Now, this case was really billed as the biggest that have come under the Trump and Biden administrations, pitting domestic solar panel makers against developers of actual solar projects. So what did the Commerce Department decide and why? So this has been a closely watched decision. The Commerce Department ultimately had to decide whether or not it was just going to initiate the probe into this, not an actual affirmative determination on whether or not they're going to do these tariffs at this point. On Monday, Commerce decided that it will, in fact, look into this. It will initiate this probe, which has caused quite a bit of reaction from developers and manufacturers on both sides of this debate who are closely watching what this could mean for the future of the industry. Yeah, so that might strike people as surprising, just opening an investigation. They're not actually making a ruling, you know, people saying this will really hurt deployment at a time when, you know, the solar industry, I understand, is already facing a lot of challenges in reaching aggressive targets. So why might this kind of magnify those issues? Yeah, so the big thing that when you talk to some solar trade groups and developers on this front, they say that this is coming at a time when, you know, the industry really needs to be deploying more to hit these targets that they have, these really aggressive climate targets that the administration has set. And they say that in doing this decision, it essentially just creates a bunch of uncertainty in the industry. They don't know, you know, at this point, how high these tariffs could go, whether or not they're going to be retroactively applied. That said, it's really this question of the timing of this. For example, construction projects that need to start planning are going to stop and pause and see what commerce is going to do, in which case is going to really slow deployment is really going to affect jobs and it's going to have a significant impact on the industry despite not knowing what commerce is ultimately going to decide. That's interesting. So one thing that came across in our reporting, some companies and trade groups raised the possibility that you could see solar deployment under Biden lag the Trump years in conversations that you've had. Is that feel like a real possibility here or is it still kind of too early to make that judgment? If you talk to developers, they'll say that is, in fact, the case. In the case of the Trump administration, 
prices were falling, the president might not have been their best friend in terms of his outlook on clean energy and some of his trade policies, but the industry was still increasing its targets and doing really well. Under the Biden administration, there was an earlier petition about this that was from anonymous manufacturers that ultimately Commerce did not move forward on, but just the promise or potential of that petition had caused problems in the industry. There was also a determination earlier this year on Section 201 tariffs. We've also seen supply chain constrictions due to COVID, due to what we've seen in general across the board in terms of the supply chain. And so all of this taken together really has put the industry on uneven footing. And so they say, yes, going forward with this petition is going to just have a nuclear impact on the industry. It's going to kind of blow things up and freeze imports for the time being, which is just going to have a significant impact on Biden's targets as well as the industry's targets itself. Yeah. And I feel like this kind of illustrates this ongoing tension we've seen. Democrats really want to reduce emissions very quickly. At the same time, they want to really build up U.S. manufacturing of clean energy technologies. And especially as Build Back Better is hanging out there, we don't know what will happen. I mean, where do things stand? I spoke to the CEO of Oxen Solar last week about some of this, and he says the petition, if Commerce were to affirm it and go forward with it, would actually be better for the Biden administration's domestic manufacturing goals. He also says that these complaints from developers are a tactic of fear-mongering and doesn't really give any weight to them. But on the reverse side of this, the developers really feel that this kind of undercuts what's happening on the Hill. We've seen the Biden administration issue its budget request that puts an emphasis on clean energy and solar. And I spoke to the president and CEO of SIA, the Solar Energy Industries Association, which basically said, you know, it would be ironic that these are happening on the same day if it wasn't so devastating. And I also was on a call earlier with American Clean Power, another trade association, which said that these tax credits do such great things, but the way that they're integrated into the supply chain and what they would do would be great in terms of what the industry needs. But it really is undercut by this idea that these trade moves are going to move forward in a way that's going to slow deployment. Also, even though President Joe Biden's biggest climate ambitions have stalled in the Senate, he's still trying to use his most recent budget proposal, which came out yesterday, to make headway. His proposal included $18 billion to help the country withstand worsening wildfires, floods, and storms fueled by rising temperatures. Biden's budget also allocates $11 billion to help other nations transition to cleaner energy. That's nearly four times the amount that was pledged under the Obama administration. And another $17 billion would go toward climate research across its federal agencies, including $9 billion for clean energy research, development, and demonstration. Overall, though, the money in the budget proposal is nowhere near the $550 billion in climate measures that would have come from Democrats' stalled Build Back Better bill. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder, I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com forward slash RNG.